Is Sonic a shoe in for Best Picture? Will we see any more movies in theaters? We discuss what movies got postponed, plus what released early, and just see what we've been watching during our quarantine. Let's roll for sound. Quiet on the set. Welcome back, boys. Welcome back. Yeah, we're back uh, in both video and audio form. You know, I uh, I didn't expect this to be our first video podcast, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> all in our all in our separate homes uh, since we are still on lockdown for right now, so we're not able to record together. But we thought, why as well, see if we can get an episode. We talk about at least what's been going on. So, but uh, how you boys been? I mean, not much. Go- yeah. yeah, I've been good. Yeah, I've been good. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, stuck at home. So I have many more opportunities to watch more of the things I want to watch. Yeah, I've definitely okay. gotten some more free time, at least. Yeah, I've watched many movies and many TV shows yeah. while on this little break. Yeah, so it's good for something, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Due to everything closing down, uh, part of that includes the movie theaters. So a lot of all the movie theaters are closed right now. So I thought, Brett, because we don't have any trailers, um, I thought you would hit us with the last uh, box office real quick, just to see what that was like. You know what, Derek? I could hit you with that real quick. You gonna hit me with uh, that? Okay. I'm gonna hit you with that from the last recorded day of March 19th, mm-hmm. Thursday, March 19th, which. Yeah. Uh, Onward at 33,000 at number one. Invisible Man at number two at 21.8. Bloodshot, surprisingly, got in there uh, at 18,000. I still believe uh, at number four. And at number five, The Hunt at 13. So, Daniel, from your perspective. The Call of the Wild is number five. Call of the Wild. (laughs) We've been out of it for a bit. It's okay. Daniel, from your perspective, how, how are those numbers in terms of just normally? Or can you are you able to gauge uh, what it's been the last days before you had to, that the theaters had to close? Really, they're in the thousands. Yeah. Hot um, those are super low. They're they're million like in the thousands. It's like what? That's got to be well. What the average ticket price is. 13 to 15 theaters can hold about 100 roughly depending on the theater um i'm trying to do the math but it's definitely was like a slow wave until they all hit at once it seems like um because it didn't happen all right away like certain like i think amc was the first chain then regal cinemark and some of the smaller chains like uh like alamo and things like that jumped in soon after um but I think by the 20th, I think some some people, some uh, businesses had to, if they weren't considered essential, they had to close. Uh, but that didn't stop them from uh, releasing some of these movies for us to see, at least, if you catch my drift. Um, so yeah, a lot of movies are releasing early. Uh, even ones that got a, uh, were only in theaters for a couple of weeks got an early release. Movies like The, uh, the Invisible Man, Emma, and The Hunt got an early uh, in-theater uh, rental release. So basically... You could rent it for $20 and you'd get the movie uh, for 40 hour window. And I don't know if you could 
watch it as many times or you only get the one viewing. I don't know if either of you know the stipulation. I don't know if either of you took no. advantage of that. Okay. No, I didn't. I haven't really said anything. And then besides those, uh, movies like Birds of Prey, Sonic, Call of the Wild, uh, The Way Back, all got early home releases where you could own the movie uh, for like the normal like $20. Or you could rent it. I don't actually know. You can't rent it. You can only buy it, but at least you can buy it with that price. And then Onward, which was like the last like big release, is already also on. Uh, it's available to purchase. And as of today, as this release, you can watch it if you have Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. Yes, and as the three of us, if you remember our last review of it, we all highly recommended it. Yeah. So if you have it, you should definitely check it out. Um, we all three will probably sucks, be watching it. It again. sucks that it was released. And the, these unfortunate circumstances happen because now it's going to be Pixar's lowest grossing movie. It definitely would have done really well, too, if it didn't have this, like... Uh, word of mouth would have helped it a lot. Yeah. Definitely got hurt quite a bit. But um, how are you boys feeling? About the... Oh, my God. Say hi. No, he's leaving. I didn't schedule this guest for the pod. <laughs> he has nothing um, to say. <laughs> good. No. Um, what do you boys feel about these early releases? Do you think uh, you think these are going to be happening more? Do you think any other? Do you think we'll uh, be seeing something like these, like rental windows, where it's like twenty dollars and you get to rent the movie? And do you guys have any thoughts about that specifically? Do you think that's like a fair price? Is that something you would consider doing if that was an option? I mean, it depends on the movie. Like, I'm all about like the theatrical experience. Ah. Uh-huh. So I don't know, like I feel like smaller, like independent movies, and I, I, I wouldn't see why not, but like you know, like more action, or I don't know, like movies that were kind of like made to be seen on the screen. I, w- I wouldn't do those. Yeah, I feel that, Brett. Uh, I definitely, I definitely feel uh, that you know, in this time, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, you know, so we all don't have to touch each other and stuff. <laughs> Um, but you know, other than that, I also, uh, really enjoy the theater experience. I like getting my popcorn. I like mm-hmm. getting my drink and I like sitting down in a reclining chair and uh, yeah. enjoying a movie. Um, yeah. although the comfort of home. I know really that convenience is what's really like, like you just like love just to just lay out on your bed or on your couch and just put on. Yeah, whatever's like onward, you can just watch without having to go to like the theater. And I know this is something that studios have been like like thinking about before this all happened, where um, they wanted to release movies like either simultaneously or like within like weeks of the release in theaters to home release. But I know like Christopher Nolan and other filmmakers are highly against it. They're who are very uh, here for the theater viewing experience. Um, I do miss it though. It's been a few weeks and I do like having the, the big picture, like the audio and just kind of like, it's, you know, it's been a few weeks and it's probably going to be a lot longer until we get the, get to do that again. Yeah. And even when we do get to do that again, I don't know what movies we're going to be able to see because a lot of the movies <laughs> have been, Hopefully they know, all just come out at once. Yeah. Just on the same day, we'll just yeah. marathon them. Um, I do have the list of movies that have all been postponed, whether indefinitely or they moved to a new date. And I'm going to run through those because they've been adding by the day. As I think earlier this week, a couple were added, and very well more could have been added uh, after this recording. So, um, but here's everything: uh, Quiet Place Two, Mulan, 
No Time to Die, I think we discussed already before. Uh, Ghostbusters, um, Black Widow, Wonder Woman 1984, Scoob, The Lovebirds, The New Mutants for its fifth time, postponed, moved away, uh, Antlers, Women in the Window, Minions, In the Heights, Peter Rabbit 2, and Morbius. And I could have, there could have been more I missed, but these are all the bigger releases. Um, while some have been moved to 2021, like Fast 9, Ghostbusters, Morbius, all have 2021 release dates. Uh, some are, they don't have a release date, like A Quiet Place 2, Black Widow, Mulan. They, they're kind of just sitting in like a limbo until I think more, like we get more updates on what's happening. While Wonder Woman got pushed to August, um, I know they want to release that. And I, there's always the rumors too that I've been hearing that, oh, you know, like Disney's been considering Black Widow and Mulan to like doing like the the rental window and then Disney Plus or something like that. Same with Wonder Woman. There was some talks, rumors going around, but then again, it all depends on what happens and if they really want to make sure those release in theaters. One that's kind of still holding strong because a lot of movies have been postponed up through July is Tenet. I think it's one of the last releases in July. Um, so a lot of movies have been delayed and postponed and moved to different dates. Um, was there any movie specifically you boys were bummed about when you heard? Like, were you? Is, what was the one that maybe like hurt you a little bit when you heard it wasn't going to be coming out this year, or at least postponed? I should say. Um, in the Heights was kind of hurt for me because it, it, they said indefinitely, so I was like, uh, what does that mean?" I mean, the movie was still in post production, so it makes sense because it was they didn't even get to finish it. So. Uh-huh. But uh, like a lot of those other movies, like I think like a quiet, well, obviously a quiet place in Mulan were already like done. They had been screened. Um, Mulan was actually getting like really early, like good positive early reactions. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, both that and Quiet Place Two were getting a lot of good reactions. Mm-hmm. There's and a chunk of people out there who've seen these movies. Who've seen these movies? Yeah, and I mean, yeah. a quiet place was also kind of rough because it, it like. They announced it like a week before it was supposed to come out, so I was like, "Ugh." Yeah. But other than that, like, like I don't know. I mean, Wonder Woman at least has a date. If that date is gonna happen, it remains to be seen. But we'll see. We'll definitely see about that. Um, <laughs> I was really bummed about Ghostbusters. I think that one bummed me out because that just seeing that headline, uh, and then Quiet Place too, because I was looking forward to it, and we were so close to it. Which sucks yeah. to see, um, and I wonder what. But at least as a date, but like, we'll see how. As, I, as you were saying, we'll see how it goes from here. But um, mm. right, uh, mine would probably just have to be uh, No Time to Die. Yeah, we'll no, have to be. Of... It's called a release. I think it was moved to right November. Yeah, like Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at least. They gave it a date, too. So at least there's some good hope for some of these movies because they got a I date mean, later than the year. Yeah. The, by the fall, theaters should be open is what I've yeah. heard. It, that seems to be the overwhelming consensus is, is that unless things just don't get better by then. But like, yeah, the, the, well, the most up. they're not optimistic. <laughs> the most optimistic thing is that they'll open by by the fall. So. I guess we'll yeah. see. And uh, I was going to ask you, Derek, is Trolls, like, are they still going to release? Well, are they just doing the, the in-home thing then? So 
before the theaters closed, they were going to do a uh, in-theater and a video-on-demand release. But now I think it's just a video-on-demand release. So on the intended day, it's still going to come out on, like, the rent. So I think that's because Universal did the same thing with those other three movies. Because that was, uh, like, the Invisible Man and Emma and all those. So um, I think they just followed the suit with that one, too. Um, but it... Well, additional movies that were supposed to release, they also postponed a bunch of productions of movies and TV series, like Stranger yeah. Things, uh, The Batman, a lot of like upcoming features that we're filming uh, also have delayed their production. So that could also uh-huh. delay future movies coming out and TV series. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely going to be just something to kind of like watch out and just kind of keep updates on and see what's happening. Um, but for now, it's just it seems like whatever was some people are still remoting uh, working remotely on projects so there's still a chance that some stuff that's in like post-production could still be finished it just kind of depends distance are made to release i honestly think that of all the movies that are been postponed they sh- disney should just put new mutants out it's been delayed so many times now <laughs> they just they should just release the movie call it call it it at this point <laughs> I feel like that's just such a bad sign that they should just like give it up. <laughs> it's there's some sort of curse on that movie. It just like this was even at, this was out of its hands. Like this was not even it was going to release, which I wanted to see it. I didn't I, whether I was good or bad. I wanted to see it just to see it. Just finally. to like see it with your own eyes. Yeah. So, um, so in terms of that, there's not much new movies for us to discuss. Um. However, due to us having more free time since we're able to go out and hang out as much as we would uh, like to, um, we have, all three of us, I believe, have been kind of watching a lot of content at home um, as I've been, we've been talking with each other. I know we've each kind of been trying to catch up on stuff we've been meaning to watch, things like that. But first, um, but first, but first, but first, but first, but first, but first, but first. Daniel, Daniel, what have you been watching? What's one show you've been watching? Real quick, right before you hit that, I need to hit my reoccurring segment, and I'm happy oh. to say... I I know the answer to this. Daniel, did you watch that movie I lent you over two months ago? I did. <laughs> Thank you. He did it. He did it, ladies and gentlemen. And what's shitty is because I still won't get the movie back for months. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I did watch it before like the whole lockdown happened. So like my intention was to talk about it on our next episode. So <laughs> Talking yeah. right now, let's hit it up. Tell me what you thought. I mean, it's it's a great movie. Like it's 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 kind of like it has a really good twist. Um, yeah. And like when it happened, like it kind of like starts seeming like it's this thing, and then like it turns into like a whole other thing. And it's yeah, it's a really good movie. It's like it's a good like you know like it has a really like compelling story. I would say. Uh, what's yeah. the movie again? Your name. It's a okay. Japanese movie. Yeah, so I would recommend to anyone else out there looking for something to watch. It's great. Uh, got a lot of good uh, story and characters. Uh, if you find somewhere to watch, watch it. Um, but now to Brett's follow back to Brett's question that he asked Daniel. Daniel. Go ahead. Well, I've seen like I've mostly seen movies that I hadn't seen in a while. Um, so I've rewatched some old movies, and then I've been like watching like episodes that have aired and then i started watching a couple days ago a show called pushing daisies which is from yeah. 2007 
What's your face about? What are you watching? He's waiting for I'm a specific for answer. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And you know what answer I mean, it is. If you're talking about Fleabag. <laughs> I mean, I just watch Fleabag all the time, not even during lockdown. Ah, there it is. Liar. <laughs> I just watched I just watched random episodes here and there and then I kind of started rewatching Shit's Creek too so <laughs> All right. Why don't you talk about uh Pushing Daisies then? If there's something new you're watching. Yeah, I mean the show's from 2007. It was uh it wasn't like super successful, but it was always like really well received. Um, mm. I was looking through IMDb and all the episodes are like rated, you know, how people can rate like individual episodes, like none of the episodes go below an eight, which I think is a, it's, it's really good. Like it, it talks to like the constant quality of the show. It's a very mm-hmm. quirky show. It's like, it's a little ahead of its time, but the basic premise, it's this guy who um, has like some mysterious power where he can bring uh, things back from the dead. Um, mm-hmm. but if he touches, if he touches the person or the animal again, like for a second time, the, then it dies permanently. And then if he keeps something alive for more than a minute, something else dies like within proximity. So that's like the basic premise. Like, and then he starts working with a private detective to solve like murders. Um, oh. and he like wakes up the person and asks them like, like, Hey, like who killed you or what happened before you died and things like that. And then. He ends up bringing back his like childhood sweetheart who who got murdered. She he brings her back, and then he they like kind of start a relationship, but they can't touch each other. So yeah, but it's it's a really quirky show. It's um like the just the whole aesthetic of it, uh, the characters like uh, there's like an a, a, narr- a British narrator, so that's kind of cool. Um, and it has all these these little things. Uh, the show, like I said, wasn't like super successful when it came out, but it's gained a cult following. Um, it has some some well known actors, like pretty well known, like Lily Pace, who was in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie in the first one, uh, and mm. Captain Marvel. Uh, he's Ronan the Accuser, um, and then and Kristen oh, Chenoweth is in it. And he's in the Hobbit. Yes. Oh, yes, yes he, he is. is. He's, in the, he's in the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Kristen Chenoweth, and then a British actress called Anna Frile, and then just some like people here and there. But it's uh, I'm only five episodes in, and it's a total of twenty two episodes. But I like I like it a lot from what I've seen. So yeah, okay. And then I also saw speaking of new things because I've rewatched obviously a lot of older things. I did see this movie from the late nineties called Drop Dead Gorgeous. That is also like considered. Yeah, it's considered a cult movie. Like it's like very well known, like within certain like groups. But it's this like mockumentary about a beauty pageant in Minnesota, and it has a lot of like. (laughs) 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 It has a lot of really famous. uh, I mean, really well known people like Christy Alley's in it, Kristen Dunst, Ellen Barkin, Allison Janney, Amy Adams uh denise richards like has like some pretty well-known people and it's like just this like really like farcical movie and i guess it like bombed when it first came out but it's like gotten this like status and it's the movie's hilarious like i feel like if it would have come out it's kind of offensive here and there too but 
like I laughed a lot during that movie and I just decided to watch it on a whim and it's like not really available to watch anywhere so I had to watch it through other means <laughs> but that means is that Daniel what is illegal that mean? means what does that mean I'll I'll leave it to your imagination <laughs> but Damn. Um, but uh <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's it's a really good movie. It it was a pleasant surprise, and it, <laughs> and it was um like it's 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 really funny, and I was pleasantly surprised that Amy Adams was in it. It must have been one of her like first movies. So yeah, I that's something new that I started watching or new that I watched besides all the other things that I've just been like catching up on. What about you so guys? Before, real quick, so besides your secret way of watching, you said that movie is, uh, you couldn't like rent it on other platforms or anything like that? No, I, I, I looked for it and like it wasn't like available anywhere. Um, and like, I guess like, like the DVDs like out of print, so you can only buy it like on resale or things like that or like through like third party sellers. So, can't even, which is interesting. On Amazon. Yeah. Damn. So, at so, I guess at some point last year it, it was streaming on Hulu, but it, it, it got, I guess it only streamed for a, a little bit, so yeah. All right, listeners, find find, just use Daniel's method. You know, <laughs> the only way to watch it. So, um, well, uh, I don't know what you're assuming here. <laughs> insinuating. Um, but anything you rewatch that you want to shout out? Just you don't have to like. If you want to recommend something, people. I mean, I think I've talked about Shit's Creek a few times on the pod, but like that show kind of like started really like kind of slow not slow for me but like the more it progressed the better it got for me and the more invested i got in it and now that i'm all caught up with it there's only two episodes left of the whole series like the series is gonna end next week the the series finale is next week um and i since i'm all cut up i kind of went back to the to the beginning of the show to rewatch it to see if i like get a different different appreciation of it and it's definitely like i feel like it's one of those things that rewards repeat viewings and i know brett you've seen some of it and derek you've seen like random episodes but i definitely like it's a show that has really good writing really good character development so if you get a chance to watch it watch that the later seasons especially are like really really good all the, the like from seasons to all have a hundred percent on run tomatoes so it's definitely been one I've been meaning to watch. So that and uh, there's this show that's like airing. I'm just watching it week by week. That's called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I don't know if I talked about it in the past, but that show has um, it, it's an NBC show and it's a music. It's a musical, but it's like the premise is really interesting because she can hear people's thoughts through music. So and it's like pop. It's pop music usually, but it's it's like really fun. It's it's a really fun show and really quirky. And I'm enjoying that show a lot, especially like during these like harder times. It's like really like kind of like a breath of fresh air. And Jane Levy, um, who was in okay. uh, Evil Dead and Don't Breathe, she's the protagonist, mm -hmm. and she's 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 great at the show. I, she's part of the reason why I like the show. A lot so something if, if you're looking for something new and you kind of like like off the beat off the uh, path like shows like i definitely recommend that 
But yeah, okay. cool. All that's right. about it. I'll let you. I'll let you guys take the floor. <laughs> uh, Brett, uh, um, let's let's talk about the the show we both finished. Well, two of the shows we both finished, I guess. Um, let's talk about Hunters, which we I think mentioned in a previous episode. We were early on in the show. I was only two episodes, and you had just started watching the first one. But now we both have completely finished it. And um, well, what are your, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, in the beginning, it was kind of just a slow show. Uh, not much was really happening other than, <laughs> other than uh, you know, uh, I forget his name. Um, whatever. Just trying Jonah. to find his way. Uh, Jonah without his grandma. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, but other than that, you know, like towards the end, it just it got great. And I mean, mm-hmm. some would even say excellent because there's yeah. a plot twist. That just totally comes up, and you know, you never really see it coming. I thought that yeah. was fantastic. I thought that um, part of you know hiding the whole thing throughout the whole movie, but like giving those like subtle hints throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, go ahead, Derek. I was gonna say uh, definitely for me, it, it was definitely a slow start, which was why it kind of took a bit for me to continue watching it. Um, but as it gets rolling and it gets kind of deeper into the plot and the characters kind of develop a little more. Uh, it definitely builds momentum, especially by the end. It's like a lot of the uh, twists and like setups they have are uh, they pay off really well and they're done really well and it's setting up uh, extremely well for a second season. Very excited to see the direction it's going to go. Um, and it's uh, what is it? It's only ten episodes. I know that I think one of the the first episode was only my only like fault with it. It's such it's such a long episode it's to get like people to jump in. Yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have this thought, Brett, but um not to say it's an exact uh copy to it but it, i did get some like uh i don't know it kind of made some connections just kind of like how it's set up similarly is to the boys um and like very not necessarily like story-wise but more so like kind of the characters and just kind of like uh, the team build up and all that and it's kind of like uh i kind of got some like familiar vibes to it but i, I do like that it's it's um it set itself up to be something different from it because that was my concern going into the show that was going to be similar to the boys just based on like the trailer and all that but uh by the end i think it's done a good job of like like, giving it its own like distinct flavor and like its own feel so yeah totally yeah so that's on amazon if you've got nothing to watch definitely check that out and action recommend daniel did you ever push through it or did you get any further than where you were uh i think i've seen only the first two episodes so i i didn't get past that the second episode was good definitely um i think i'll just have to watch it i mean i have time so definitely check it out yeah now the other show i'm sure uh a lot of people have been watching this show if you're on social media it's everywhere which is uh tiger king tiger king which is uh, it is the number one show on netflix right now um, to those who are un- somehow have not seen it anywhere or are unfamiliar, um, it, it's a true uh, true crime docu series following um, a group of people, but mainly uh, one person in particular whose name is Joe Exotic, who runs a zoo, uh, quote unquote, um, like a big cat like experience, um, and it kind of follows these other people that are involved in this world, like these big cat like rescues or like things like that, but it kind of dives into like them and their personalities and how they're kind of treating animals and how they are with these other people 
Um, specifically, specifically, Joe Exotic is a very uh, quirky and out there character, um, <laughs> to say the least. Um, they all kind of are. I guess that's just the trend with these big cat people or just these animal people <laughs> in general. So, because um, honestly, every person they introduced is like, is it's not just like some normal guy. They're, they're just there's something, they're just something unique about them. Yeah. And it's all set in, well, it's all based, most of it's in Oklahoma. One of the places is in Florida. Um, and we're just kind of interweaving. You're seeing kind of both sides of all these people and their lives, just seeing back and forth. But it builds to this, like, the, the meat of it, which was what it was, uh, eventually happens without saying too much if people don't want to be swelled. I know, Daniel, uh, you only watched the first episode, so I'll avoid yeah. saying what happens yet. Um, but I remember hearing about this in real time. It was one of the po- I listened to, uh, was last podcast on the left, and they were talking about this kind of like week by week updates on what he was doing, like when he was running for like president and then the governor, and then just like uh, all these like uh, decisions he made and what he was doing at the time, and eventually to leading up what he did. Um, but it's a crazy story and it's only seven episodes, but it kind of, it goes by really quick. Cause it's just like, you cannot believe what you're watching and you're just uh, entertained the whole time. So uh, Brett, did you have any additional to add about it? Uh, you know, other than, you know, like how crazy the characters are. Um, it's a crazy story. Uh, yeah. I would highly recommend if you have not seen this show or have not even heard of this show to get it on Netflix or there's another podcast uh, done by Wondery. It's called just Joe Exotic, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they run through the same kind of essential stuff that the Netflix show goes through. But um, you're on episode what number, Daniel? I just saw the first episode. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> um, contrary to popular belief, uh, I have heard some stuff uh, recently. Did you guys know that uh, Joe Exotic did not actually sing those songs? I'm very disappointed in that. Yeah. I was really bummed because I thought yeah, he had the voice wow. of an angel. Yeah. Uh, I actually found out how he did uh, it. Yeah. Are you guys interested? Yeah. Uh, so I guess he uh, contracted two country uh, music stars or whatever, mm-hmm. and he had them sing it and write it. And then he came over the top with his singing voice. But then when it came to post, post-production, he took out his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he would have at least written the songs. It's, it's funny that he had someone else write these songs. Yeah, he had somebody else write the <laughs> if you songs. Know, if you've seen the show, you'll know why. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah. when I... When he sings in the first episode, I was like, that's, there's no way that that's his voice. <laughs> <gasps> what? No, yeah. I wanted just, it to be so bad. <laughs> I just, uh, I can't believe that this is, like you said yesterday, Derek, I can't believe that this is an actual real person that lives in America. Yeah, this is a person that, that exists that is legit. They're not, they're not playing it up. This is how they actually are. And, it, and there's, not him especially is the he's the most but like there are a couple other people on that show that are questionable or maybe if you think about it could be considered even worse than he is if you bring what aspect if you want to talk about um but mad mad be something we can discuss once daniel's watched it but yeah it's on netflix so if you haven't checked it out definitely check it out uh if you're into like true crime things like that it's definitely worth the watch and it's very entertaining so yeah 
before we, we talk about what me and Brett individually watched, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up. It was a movie that me and Brett watched. What? How do we watch a movie together? How? Xbox Party. Was something. <laughs> <laughs> so due to us not being able to physically, we, Brett, were in a game party and we're like, let's watch a movie together. So we ended up watching the Shawshank Redemption together, um, which is a very cool experience if you're kind of missing watching a movie with your friend or things like that, whether it's on an Xbox party or if you have a Skype, things like that. There's a lot of methods you could do it, but hopefully it was more watching that with Brett than maybe sitting up by myself and watching it because I, I think it would help me kind of like remember the movie more, I guess. I kind of stood out more as we were watching. Basically, it was just us doing Morgan Freeman impressions the entire time, so or <laughs> back and forth as we watched it. Yes. I thought you didn't like that movie, Brett. Uh, well, I watched it again, and I uh, came to uh, came to realize it was actually pretty good. So, I I had not seen that movie in a long time, and after the rewatch, uh, I can say that I liked it a lot. It was I'd say it's one of my favorite movies because it's it's just so well done. I was surprised that it didn't sit with me before, but it really sat with me on the second viewing. Yeah. you know, it's, because I was it's, watching uh, with my Annie Dufresne. Or my it's red. the highest rated movie on IMDb, I believe. It's number one. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i surprised. You know, after I ended up hammered his uh, way out of that wall, <laughs> he crawled through 50 feet. <laughs> oh, shit. Get busy living. Get busy dying. What was, the, what was the name of the beach that he goes to? Do you remember? Uh, Z, um, something. Z something. Some super hard name, uh, that, you know, like, no way Morgan Freeman's character could ever remember that. No possible way. Yeah, when he, when he, like, is, like, when he's reading the letter from Mandy and he's, like, trying to remember the place, and he instantly, instantly knew what it was. (laughs) I'm just like, no way. No way. Um, so yeah, I just recommend, if there's a movie, TV show, watch something with a friend. It's, it, uh, it helps alleviate the, uh, I guess if you're if you're like having some like FOMO or missing a hangout with your friends, it's a good way to do it. So or just do like a normal chat, you know, whatever you want. Um, yeah. Now, uh, Brett, what have you been watching that maybe you want to recommend, or what's been some highlights for you? Uh, I don't want to recommend this movie, but I did recently watch this movie, uh, Spencer Confidential. Okay. Uh, it was the number one movie on Netflix for, you know, a couple weeks, couple days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say that this movie uh, was a Boston-made movie, I hear. Uh, and they <laughs> really wanted Boston people in this movie. So, of course, Marky Mark has to put his name right in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a surprise, you know, appearance from some, you know, UFC fighters and some, you know, rappers uh, like Post Malone and, you know, Donald Cerrone. Uh, but the only thing lacking here is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I feel like Marky Mark is just taking any role. Uh, really, uh, this movie was hot shit. Garbage. <laughs> uh, I there were some jokes in there that were pretty funny, but like Alan Arkin isn't like he's okay. He's not that great, but like Winston Duke, you know, you would expect him to be like cooler in a sense because of you know uh, that role. Us, Black Panther, 
yes, us Black Panther, um, Black Panther especially. Uh, yeah. But in this movie, he's kind of just like this, like laid back, quiet dude who's supposed to be the juggernaut of like the two. Mm. And it's, you know, it's too Boston for me. I don't want to say it's too Boston for me because you know there are other movies that are like pure Boston, and it's like movies such as you know Goodwill Hunting. But that's perfect, you know, like yeah, you really the town. Like, you love the town too. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> the town in my mind is perfect. Um, but you know, like I don't know, like some accents are there, and then they go, and then they are there again, and then they're growing, and then they're thicker. And it's like, all right, well, what are we doing here? Because, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's a hot movie. I would not recommend. Uh, Is it supposed to be like a comedy or action or? Yeah. Uh, Okay, that says it it all. (laughs) It seems like it's supposed to be a comedy drama, a comedy action movie, but like. Hey, how's it going? You didn't like my movie? That sucks. All right, yeah. see you later. They hide in love with me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to, like, take away from Mark Wahlberg, but, like, this was probably the worst movie he's ever made. Really? Over I the Transformers? Over the I Happening? You haven't seen them? Uh, you know what? The Happening was probably one of the worst movies ever I made. I Happening? Also, I forgot about The Happening. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that scene where they're, like, in the car, and then they all realize that there's a slit in the door, in the top of the Jeep, and they're like this, or, like, what isn't yeah, that? Like, and then they, isn't I'm that not gonna John kill Leguizamo, you. Like loses it. What isn't that the part when John Leguizamo like loses it? That's when he dies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that premise of that movie was fucking stupid. Because it's the plants, right? That release like a toxin or something. Yes. Plants the are plants fighting are, the back. Plants are coming. Are out to get us. That's crazy. Ridiculous. Stupid. So I'd say that this is probably third of his worst movies. <laughs> All right, take that as you will. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anything else you've been watching? Um, you know, I've uh, tried to get into the BBC show uh, Sherlock. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I've been trying to watch that. Uh, surprisingly and enough, those, you know, those are like long episodes, right? They're like an hour and a half each. Look at that. I was literally about to say that. Uh, all those episodes are about like an hour and a half. And, you know, I was unsure about it on the... I thought the first episode was actually really good. Uh, it was kind of entertaining. Uh, the way Benedict Cumberbatch uh, and plays like a modern time Sherlock Holmes. And, you know, you got Dr. Watson coming in and like kind of how they meet and how they come together. And then, you know, that second episode... I was a little iffy in the beginning um, because uh, it started out with this like lady who like unveils a statue and I thought like some ghost stuff was about to happen and I was about to be like, nah, I can't do this. Uh, but you know, it got better. It got better. And it, you know, um, yeah. So uh, I would recommend this show for people <laughs> who are interested in uh, crime shows. And crime shows only. Okay. And there's, yeah. right. there's short seasons too, right? There's like three episodes per season or something? Yeah, so it's three episodes per season. It's an hour and a half each season. I mean, each episode. So, 
it's, I mean, it's one really case, right? Like each like season is like a case or something, or is it multiple? Each episode, each episode is one case. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's all to get that that dastardly Professor Moriarty, played by Shit. Andrew Scott. Is it? Is yeah, Andrew Scott plays Moriarty. Dang. I'm gonna be real honest with you. You don't know I'm who that fuck, is. I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> because I literally just saw Andrew Scott in an episode like just right before I got on here and he was playing like this like the boyfriend of like the morgue lady <laughs> I'm sorry Brett. I thought that was like a well known thing I mean that's where I first heard of him was through that show I'm sorry I'm sorry if I was I didn't even see the show and he spotted me. Oh, I thought man. that was a well-known thing. I'm sorry. Oh, oh man. Do you I'm sure it's going to be revealed in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Brad. <laughs> he's actually that was he's actually not Moriarty, he's the hot priest. He just reprised the role in Fleabag. Okay, bad save. Never mind. <laughs> you can't. You can't. It's done. You've done it. It's too late. Any just, other shows you want Daniel to? Any other shows you want Daniel to spoil for you or anything? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, um, anything else? <laughs> Not that I can think of. All right. Well, cheers. I I finished that. I also finished Master of None. Master of None, which was really good. Um, bummed that there's no more of that because it kind of ends on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Um, uh, then I watched two new movies that I hadn't seen before. Uh, one that Daniel's been wanting me to watch for a long time. I uh, I finally watched Blade Runner, first Blade Runner. On oh, Netflix. Yeah. Uh, it was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It um You liked it? I did like it. Maybe I, not as much as I was expecting it to, but I was gonna really like it. But for me, like the first half is really good, but the second half feels a little s- slower, I guess. I don't know. There was something about it that didn't win me over completely, but I did enjoy it. Um there's a lot of cool like uh effects, hair sports great. A lot of good like um, cinematography, things like that. Maybe we're gonna watch the new one, but uh, it's not streaming anywhere, so I have not yet watched that. Um, so hopefully, I could find it soon to watch. I might just have to rent it if I can't find it anywhere. So um, yeah, so whatever the final cut, which I think is like the preferred cut of it, whatever is on Netflix. Yes. Okay, because I know there's a multiple cuts of it. Um, the other one I uh, I watched was Moon. I don't know if you boys uh, know of that one. Oh, or the seen. one with Sam Rockwell, right? The one with Sam Rockwell, yeah. And that was great. I really, really liked that one, actually. I'm a big fan of Sam Rockwell, and he gives a great performance in this. Uh, I don't want to say too much about it, because I didn't know anything about it going in, and I think it, it's kind of better to kind of be surprised by this movie. But um, it's really short. It's funny. It's also a good like uh, performance out of him. He's really the main actor in this, and you're really kind of working off of him. Um, and the movie is not what I was expecting it to be. So I thought it was a really cool concept. 
the only thing is the only thing that kind of sours it is uh there's a, like an ai that's voiced by kevin spacey in the movie uh so that's you know that that's that but i mean besides that fantastic movie would recommend it it's on netflix so i would recommend checking that one out if you haven't um and in terms of tv the show i'm currently on right now is uh, twin peaks i've been watching that uh, i'm sure i've been recommended and been wanting to watch for a while uh, it's a supernatural uh drama that's set in this like um fictional town in like oregon and it follows a FBI agent named Dale Cooper, who's played by uh, Kyle McLaughlin, who goes to this town to investigate this murder of this local high school girl who kind of has connections to a lot of people in the town. And it's kind of him working with the uh, sheriff's department there, um, kind of working with all these people to figure out what's going on, all while there's kind of this underlying, like, supernatural presence that's been kind of teased. And, like, it's relevant. It becomes more relevant by the end of the first season, beginning of the second season, and kind of becomes more prominent. Um, but it's really well done. It's uh, David Lynch, so if you're familiar with anything he's done, it definitely has like a unique uh, flared quirkiness to it, but nothing too out there, I think, for people. Um, it's definitely a show that was way before its time in terms of just like the writing and just like the characters, um, and I really, really like uh, Kyle McLaughlin's character. He might be one of my favorite television characters, just the way he plays uh, Dale Cooper is really like... Uh, really fun it's also like really serious he's able to kind of bounce back a lot and do this great performance um the only the first two scenes are on netflix there's a revival that came out a couple years ago but it's only on showtime so i think after that i'll probably do like i'll set something up on showtime so i can check that out but i would recommend it highly um it's it's ages very well it has also a really good theme song so that's my uh um, yes real quick Yes. Uh, when you told me about that show a couple of days ago, I uh, initially had thought that it was the show with uh, Zach Galifianakis where he interviews people. <laughs> Between two friends, so so when you were like, "Oh yeah, I'm watching this show," and I was like, "Oh, are you gonna watch the movie after?" I was referring to the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Twin Peaks. There is a, there is a Twin Peaks. There is a Twin Peaks movie which also worked out. Yeah, so it worked out for me anyways. I probably shouldn't yeah. have said that, but I mean, I'm here. That's, that's pretty funny. So I'm glad you did say it. It was Thank pretty you. good. Um, but I mean, I think, unless you boys had any other recommendations or shows, movies you've checked out, I think that's it for this pod. Yeah. So as you're probably listening to this, you're probably wondering what's what's next. Um, I don't know what's next. I don't know what, uh, if we're going to return to weekly quite yet. We might just do this every so often until everything's good and then we'll probably return to our weekly episodes again um but for now it might be just episodes like this where after maybe like a two weeks or so we'll probably jump on just see what's updates see what's going on talk about what we've been watching things like that. i don't know if you boys have any specific thoughts about that but i think that's how we're probably gonna go forward. that sounds like a good idea yeah. because it, it gives us like time to like watch like especially since we've been watching a lot of tv like to like kind of finish like yeah watching what we're watching and then discuss it and things like that so yeah it's yeah, unfortunate well i'm gonna have to watch a new tv show now so i'll keep you guys <laughs> yeah same i'm almost doing two big so but yeah until then it was, which is unfortunate because we had we had a new setup uh ready to go for the pod a new in action studio fortunately those plans had to get postponed for now um but hopefully in the future it will happen 
and also an, ir an ironic state. Uh, this was something that was going to come down the road. Uh, but of course, when we probably return, we won't be doing video. So um, for these quarantine episodes, there will be this video uh, Skype call format that you guys can check out on our YouTube channel. So we still have a backlog of a couple episodes, and maybe in this time I'll try to get the rest of our episodes out. But now we'll have some video content on there so you guys can check out. And that will be in the description if you're listening to this in the audio form. Um, and you can follow that, subscribe, uh, uh, follow us to keep updated on that. But, Brett, what other platforms can they check us out on? Uh, Derek, they can actually check us out on uh, Spotify. Uh, if you click the link here, um, uh, Spotify, back <laughs> <laughs> on iHeartRadio uh, once more. Uh, we've got the news during our quarantine time and our time off. And we are mm -hmm. officially back on iHeartRadio. Um, we are on Anchor, Stitcher, and the iTunes app where you can uh, subscribe to us and rate us five stars and leave a positive review. Hell yeah. And uh, Daniel, where can they uh, find the podcast? Where, what mm -hmm. uh, social media? We're on Twitter. Yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram at anactionpod. And if you want to follow us all during this time and see updates what we're doing, you follow us all individually on our social media platforms. I'm on Twitter at drockmountain or on Instagram at derockymountain. Uh, and I'm on Instagram and on Twitter at, uh, at Brett J. Burke. And I'm on Twitter at denko89 and, and Instagram at denkoromero89. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out Thanks there. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash some hands. Wash your Six hands. Six feet apart. Social and, distancing. Uh, and for Daniel? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. And cut.